Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Russell me, Mark. Russell me, Peter. Yes, I'm Pete Donaldson, self-employed. My past includes Coach's Corner and professional wrestling. And I studied sports and so I'm reading off party, Marty Gennetti's uh, Facebook page again. Let's close that down. Uh, there is actually a very, very good photograph, which um, I have I have made sure I've saved and downloaded, <laughs> of um, just, just put up going, hey! Uh, and it's Pat Tanaka, uh, who was Tanaka in the Orient Express. Yes. We saw them at WrestleMania 6. Mm. And it's Pat Tanaka cutting out lines of cocaine in a kitchen. And uh, <laughs> rather than just be a sort of whoops, how did that get? there mm. um marty's written a big thing just saying here's pat tanaka of the orient express cutting out some powder big fat, big fat cocaine lines <laughs> of cocaine <laughs> in a kitchen and he says see the thing that looks like a sugar bowl that ain't full of sugar ah. <laughs> what i like about that is it's not vindictive he's not trying to destroy anyone's careers he just loves to party he loves he loves to party he likes a laugh he loves a giggle he loves it. there's also a picture of him uh, in his heyday in the 80s a sort of ripped up photograph God knows where what, it's sort of night. come from yeah. but it's him just nude with a sort of pie dish over his dick um, and he's on the phone to someone as well <laughs> and, and then someone's taken this photograph and the whole thing you sort of go wow it was, it's, it's never not been out of control <laughs> uh, uh, what's in that pie dish not sugar yeah <laughs> that's how I take it now that's how I take it now um, we are talking of course about pro wrestling the king of sports and uh, the reason we mentioned Marty Giannetti is he was used in the build up mm. uh, to the following match which is Shawn Michaels versus <laughs> Kurt Angle yes uh Oh, boom, shakalak. Where'd that come from? I, I was trying to think of words to just describe how good this match is. It was really, 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 it, really, really, really good. There are, there are, words are not good enough to do this. This, this is two guys crossing over. One on the sort of way, he's just at the A-list and the other one is just getting a little over mm. and going back down because of age yeah. and they meet at this sweet spot where they've both got something to prove. One mm. going, I'm not past it. The other going, injuries haven't slowed me down. I am the best in the world and it's just a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece by two people who were probably at, on that night the best wrestlers in the world. Mm. Um it has the pacing in some ways of a Japanese match, this, where it's all about the little things and the telling the story and the build, and they just do it so well. I'd, yeah. I'd forgotten how good this match is. Really, really, I remember at the time, like Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle, thrilling. You mm. know, could it be better? And watching it and just going, that surpassed all of my expectations. Oh, it was fantastic. It, Again, it, watching it back, 
I haven't seen as good a match as that for well, ages. Well, it sort of starts kind of um, like uh, the heartbreak kid. He comes in, no confetti cannons, just the world's nope. oddest piece of clothing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. And then gets in. And it's just all on the mat, like for ages. Yeah. And I'm like... Right, like, and they actually reference it on the on the commentary. So again, if I would not have gone for, yeah, I would not have gone for some mat work against a legitimate wrestler. Which makes, of course, you know, <laughs> uh, the, the problem they have slightly with this storyline is you're saying, well, Kurt Angle is a legitimate wrestler. Yes. So what are we? You know, and that's a fine line for them to tread. Mm. And they do it so well by saying, Sean, go out there and make it look like you're out wrestling him yeah. on the mat and serious. And this is this is the thing about what they do, the serious nature of it. There's a bit here, and it's a spot you've seen a million times, where they're in the turnbuckle and the referee separates mm. them. And the referees are always a head and a half shorter than the people they're in the ring with. Mm. And in this one, the referee has to really struggle and push <laughs> to get them apart. And you can tell they're barracking and he's in the way. Why didn't you see that more often? Yeah. It just made it look really physical, like mm. they were taking it super seriously. Mm. Um, Shawn Michaels, oddly, has a new costume that he will then wear for the next five years of his career, which right. is pretty much where it comes to an end. Um, but they're like leather chaps. Yeah. So previously, he's always had those hearts on his thing. Mm. And this is almost like he's sort of become this elder statesman. Mm. And he's, oh, the, the hearts are very <laughs> frivolous. Um, I'll, I'll, now wear, I'll now wear inbuilt leather chaps. Um, <laughs> like, like all serious business. <laughs> and uh, it's it, it's just it's just a magical match. Mm. It was it, it pretty much swept the board in this year for you know match of the year. Best matches, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like again, Observer and and, and Shawn Michaels is obviously you know getting on. It's like half an hour nearly. It's yeah. insanely long, and it doesn't feel like that. That's a you know. And there's a bit where um, uh, they throw each other at like the table. Yeah, and it was definitely supposed to smash in half. Yes, it was, but it didn't. It no, do that. did not. It looked, and they were down for ages. After that. I was like, oh, that looked horrible. There's a line. I think Michael Cole sort of says it's been reinforced with steel and I was like oh fucking you know if they didn't go through it they didn't go through it and then they pull back with a camera and it has been reinforced on the outside with steel what were they thinking? (laughs) Well a steel bit is uh, which makes you think maybe it wasn't supposed to snap snap Mm. enough because it does bounce a little bit but it's been reinforced where they were going to put they'd have to put the the, um, monitors Yeah, which makes you think Hang on, are all of these tables that snap enough actual tables that they use? Yeah. That there's been reinforced, that been put the, the, the metal bit to put the fucking tellies yeah. on. I, I'm like, uh, this is just a normal table. It just managed to smash through. I think so. It's made a chip ball. I don't think they're gimmicked. I think, they, I think they're just real. God, it's a bike. You're sort of going, we're not going to gimmick it. I mean, what if it falls apart? For, just get the reinforced steel one. If you go through it, you go through it. <laughs> it's fine. Um, the two oh, had dear. never, ever wrestled each other before this match right. either. So it's the first time they've ever uh, got there. They were so good that they didn't rehearse anything they were going to do so they said the only spot that they actually worked on was one where um, Angle was going to lift Michaels off his feet and then Michaels just sort of went into a sunset flip which is a sort of pin Um, and that was the only thing they did the rest of it they were like oh we could do this spot we could do that but they didn't spend any time putting together this match which is phenomenal the end section of five minutes Mm. is like a masterclass in wrestling where Angle has put on the ankle lock and he won't let go and Shawn Michaels is just trying to get out and the longer it goes on the more invested the crowd are into it and Mm. it's just Angle is so ferocious in doing it and Shawn Michaels is so desperate to get out there's a level of intensity that it seems incredible to me that you can't bring every night. I mean, it must be really hard. But when you watch two people like that doing it, if you're a wrestler, you just go, oh, God, why aren't I like that? You know, <laughs> and that's pretty much all other wrestlers. Yeah. There's no reason why you wouldn't watch that and just go, how are they so much better than me? And it's like a Japanese match in that it's got this slow build, 
and it's makes sense the whole way through and the moves are impactful but everything means something mm. except it's got the american facials so they are emoting the whole way through mm. and it just it's uh, it's it's so good I, I, I was i was sort of thinking is this is this a top five of all time wrestlemania match there are flashier ones there are more fun ones there are probably more exciting ones but i think just from a, a pure storytelling and physicality mm. I, I, it's just unbeatably good. It was, it was it definitely, really it definitely good. Stood up. It definitely stood up and stood out, mm. so to speak. But yeah, I, 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 just the table, the, the the kickouts were like really good as well. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's, it can be a hard thing. You can see it sometimes when someone's in a submission hold and the match is going to end, mm. where they hang on, and sometimes they can hang on too long, mm. and the crowd slightly deflate, and then yeah, when they tap, they, oh, yeah. okay, there we are. And this one, they're in it for five minutes, and it's just building and building and building and building, and it's ah, oh, just amazing. Yeah, angle. Gets um, some kind of sort of thump that he has on the table, and he has blood coming from the inside of his mouth. Mm. And WWE have never been very keen on blood capsules. Yeah. That's not really a thing they do, mm. apart from in sort of angles where you know you'd get hit in the throat when you were in a suit, and yeah. then you'd sort of bleh, and they carry yeah. you out. So they never use those. So it's probably legitimate blood. Mm. And it reminded me of a match that I I think is the worst, most horrible thing I've ever seen. And it's uh, a match between a masked wrestler in Puerto Rico called Invader 3, right. taking on a guy who was very big in the 80s called Manny Fernandez. And it takes place in about 88. And it's really, really famous because Manny Fernandez does a knee drop onto Invader 3. Mm. And Invader 3's stomach ruptures. Oh. And a load of blood just starts gouting out of his mouth. Like, it's, it's so fucking rough. It's oh. just horrible. <laughs> it's like It's like... A sort of, I don't even know if it's a word, it's like a fount of like, and it, and it comes out, and Manny Fernandez does it twice more. And that match used to be on a, a video I had called, uh, it was a four part video that was a huge tape training video. Torn stomachs. stomachs. Wrestling's, um, what's it called? Wrestling's most horrific matches. Oh Volumes one through four, <laughs> including the match where Sid Vicious breaks his leg, that kind yeah, of okay, thing. Yeah, right, yeah. And this, oh. uh, <laughs> and this Invader match is so bad. Like, I thought, I wonder if it's on YouTube. And it's on YouTube. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to click on it. But as part of that, there was a thing underneath that <laughs> said, oh, yeah, that's not real. It's not real. It, it, he that that was actually set up. And I was thinking, how do you get all that blood out of your stomach? Yeah. And so someone had said, well, he had a condom and he bit in it. They were saying it's wrestling parlance would be biting the rubber. So you could have a condom full of blood. Right. And it would go. And someone's going, that is not a too condom much, full no. of blood. There is too much blood. Yeah. And someone said, oh, it's actually all been solved. Uh, the rest of the Ken Wayne, had, um, Kenny Wayne had, uh, had, had told us all. What Invaded 3 did was he Pumped drank... his stomach, yeah. No, he drank a bottle of vodka and a bucket of pig's blood and then went out to the ring. And so when the knee came, he was like, fucking, what a relief. He's lying on his back. And this fountain of just black blood comes up. I hope it's fake. I hope it's <laughs> well, fake. Well, it, so it wouldn't happen so quickly. I think the blood vessels wouldn't drain quite so quickly, would it? No. And they they said Manny Fernandez then does do another two knees off the top. Where if it actually happened, <laughs> he probably wouldn't have gone. Oh, better make it look good. You know, I mean, I mean, as he slips around. Yeah. I mean, we need to do two more knee drops because obviously we can't just end it with literally what eight pints of blood coming out of his mouth. <laughs> How did uh, Invader Three get hepatitis? <laughs> How did everyone in Puerto Rico get hepatitis? <laughs> was 
It was Invader 3. Was Invader 3 murdered? One of That was Invader 1. Right, sorry, sorry, my mistake. So uh, Invader 3 was a guy called Johnny Rivera, Mm. but uh, your Invader 1 is... uh, God, I can't remember. Do you know what? It's almost like I've got a mental block on him because I I sort of hate him so much. Uh, Oh, he stabbed somebody, didn't he? Yeah, Bruiser Brody. I think it's Jose Gonzalez, and and it's... With the Argentinian singer-songwriter who did the song... (laughs) (laughs) Not Foundation, that was Kate Nash. Down the wormhole we go. (laughs) Down the wormhole we go. Um, Kenny Wayne, the man who came up with uh, that thing of saying, no, it was a bottle of vodka and uh, and things. I was like, oh, who is Kenny Wayne? Uh, Nightmare Ken Wayne. Right. uh, Sort of southern wrestler. Um, Loads and loads of information about him um, when you Google him. Not about his wrestling career. Uh, 2014 conviction for possession of child pornography. And he got a a five-year prison sentence. Um, And that was in 2014. So he might be out today. (laughs) Well done, him. Might be his day of release. Well well done, uh, Nightmare. What's his Nightmare Kenny Ken? What's Uh, Nightmare Ken Wayne. (laughs) Nightmare Ken Um, Wayne. I don't know if that's the Ken Wayne who answered the question (laughs) about the thing, but it's definitely the Ken Wayne who was found uh, guilty of possession of child pornography. So (laughs) I'm not concerned about this bit being left in. Okie dokie. Fine. Um, One of the other bits that I just noticed as well and this is good is this is the only uh, wrestling serial killer and this came up when right. I'd clicked on a thing about Ken Wayne and mm. it had said it had a top 10 wrestlers who've murdered people thing. top 10 top 10 um, top 10, <laughs> top 10. Um, but there was a woman uh, called uh, Juana Barraza right and she was uh, a Mexican lady and there's a famous photograph of her as a wrestler. Um, she called herself La Dama del Silencio, um, the Ooh. Lady of Silence. Nice. And she had a mask and she had a belt and everything, full luchadora gear. Mm. And no records seem to exist uh, about this person wrestling anywhere. Yeah. But everyone's like, well, the thing is, she's got this photo, she's got this belt. It does look like she probably did it in some way that wasn't mm. recorded. Yeah. Um, she uh, was... Uh, best known in Mexico now as a mass murderer. She was a middle-aged woman who preyed on the elderly. Um, she was not called uh, the Lady of Silence. She became known as the Little Old Lady Killer. Oh. And they believe that she killed over 40 people in less Bloody than a decade. Hell. Yeah. Oh. Go wrestling! <laughs> um, Beat that, fabulous moolah. <laughs> Angle uh, does a great bit of shouting at the end as well. I really like it when wrestlers talk to one another. I like it when they start off and they go, you think you're going to do this, huh? You think you're going to take it? Yeah? <laughs> I've got news for you. I think it's just all part of that. Well, that makes me go, yeah, that's the legitimate thing you do in the circumstances. Yes. It's trash talking. Yeah. And there's a brilliant sequence here where Angle gets Shawn Michaels' head and he's getting frustrated. He just goes, just tap out. He's going, just <laughs> tap out, Michaels. Michaels, t- tap we out. We get the money anyway. <laughs> and Michaels does, as, as he's shouting at him, he takes one step back and Michaels does a absolutely brilliant um, uh, super kick. Yeah. It just takes his head off. And whoever the commentator is begins going, um, there's that line about Kennedy, I forget what it is, it's not back into the left, but it's one of those things where they just go, oh, the shot heard round the world! And it's, <laughs> wow. Um, it's, it's just, uh, the last the last minutes, honestly, watch the whole thing, because the last minutes out of context won't mean anything without the stuff that goes before. Yeah. But build in that. That is one of the great North American matches of the 2000s mm. it's and the 2000s wrestling becomes very very good and that is just absolutely up there in the in, it's easily top five i certainly enjoyed it Fantastic. i certainly enjoyed it i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yep. It is time for the first ever sumo match. We're going to send it up to our ring announcer, Tony Chimmel. Yep. It is time for the first ever sumo match. We're going to send it up to our ring announcer, Tony Chimmel. Cut to May Young and Moolah in the crowd. Yeah, because I yeah. So just very very just quickly. Very, I just couldn't understand why they did that. No, they were just, just sort of going there. Here they, are, here, here they are. Here they are. Um, the thing I like about that is they're both going hey like that. And what? And what Moolah, Moolah puts her hand up really high. She does. And May Young looks right. And goes, looks up, mm. and then Moolah looks over at May Young's hands that are waving, and she just goes like she bats them down like stop that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're making a fool of yourself <laughs> with your arms up high, <laughs> with your waving and your flapping. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no need to. You can't, you look at their kind of um, their choice of like makeup and stuff, and you sort of go, oh, I can see why they were quite glamorous in their day, like yeah. why they were so fabulous. I had an aunt called Auntie Mary who was mm. probably in her eighties, you know, even mm. when I was a kid, and she was one of those ladies who had always had perfect makeup. Yeah. And as she was eighty, she kept it going mm. because her eyesight was going. It was three times as thick as it needed to be. <laughs> so it's just like really those brassy old girls that you used to yeah, see. Yeah. You know, oh, can't get enough of it. Slightly, when I see Moolah and May Young, they feel like the women who were around when I grew up right. but I mean, thank God thank God they weren't I I stories be, about Moolah and I don't think they'd be preying on you <laughs> <laughs> um, we then cut to Piper's pit yeah. so uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper has been in 
conducted the night before in the Hall of Fame. Uh, this, so this is just one big fucking party. Yep. Come to the office. Yep. Been... <laughs> yep. He looks at the Hall of Fame when they show you that. He looks quite sort of like with it. Mm. By the time he comes out of WrestleMania, he, like, he looks like he's been sleeping in a fucking ditch. <laughs> Back for one day, ruined. <laughs> he looks really greasy and sort of like lank Sweet. hair. And, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> and out comes Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm. So his return, pretty much, he's disappeared for a year and back he comes um, Piper falls absolutely arse over tit into the what oh don't problem don't yeah and Piper is not happy about it at all I thought that was a work and then I was like nah he's too annoyed about it Piper has one of these things that he's <laughs> one of the great talkers and mm. he is one of the great talkers it didn't always make sense yeah but he had that moniker of being the greatest talker in wrestling but he used space quite well like he, he wasn't like a quick kind of like fast 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 talker but he he used he used Piercing yeah. quite well. And that's not what that crowd were giving you. As soon as you take that breath, yeah. they are going to what you. You warned me. You warned me about this. Are you deaf? Are you deaf? And yeah. you know, he starts going, oh, you can't hear him either. Yeah. But you suddenly go, gosh, he's got that thing of going, instead of being antagonistic to Stone Cold, which I can't understand why he would be anyway. No. That, that, there's a big basic logic flaw with this where they do it, where <laughs> Piper is sort of going, who are you? Who are you? I've seen you. Uh, you know, what are we doing I thought it was here? just Piper's pit. Yeah. You've got a sign made up that says, guest starring, well, yeah. guest starring Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin. And, and I look at it and I think, well, what, what are we building to here? Because it's not like I'm going to go, well, they're going to have a match. Yeah. So why are they coming out and being arseholes to each other? What's going to happen? I don't understand what the point of this is. <laughs> like Meg Ryan and Aspel. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> they, they what Piper? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. and, yeah. and he does try and change the rhythm to talk over it and, you know, mm. he smooths it out a bit. Yeah. And just when it's sort you're going, I don't know what's going on. Out comes... <laughs> <laughs> out comes Carlito Caribbean Cool. Who the fuck is Carlito Caribbean Cool when he's at home? Do you know, he was here. all over the programming and it's only when you when you have him walk out at WrestleMania in a bit with Rowdy Roddy Piper and Stone Cold Steve Austin, you go, do you know what? It can be a long time a year in WWE programming if you just miss it all out. So... Carlito was brought in as a cool heel. <laughs> right. um, he is the son of Carlos Colon, the uh, Puerto Rican wrestling yeah, okay, sensation. Yeah, yeah. Um, long-time uh, rival of Abdullah the Butcher. And out comes Carlito, and he was very good. He was had a reputation of being lazy. Uh, <laughs> right. but, uh, and oh, why, not? Oh, why not? Why not? Why not, yeah. And he comes out, yeah. and he um, his basic thing was he would, he would eat an apple and spit it in someone's face, and he would go along the lines of going, you're not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lazy man. I'm very lazy. I'm an ethnic minority cool. and I'm lazy. That is cool. <laughs> My father has a huge fruit. wrestling federation that I will always be able to go back to. <laughs> Not wrong. That is cool. <laughs> anyway, out he comes. and uh, Very wrestling. I don't enjoy this at all. Piper, you can tell, he, he realises this is dying a bit and he's trying desperately to sort of... Carlito is on the apron, he gets the mic and Piper just goes, shut up, just come in here. <laughs> it's just getting a bit... It's all getting away from him. And I feel really bad for them all and it just... Anyway, so... Uh, 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 Piper gets beaten up by Carlito. Stone Cold stuns Carlito. Yeah. And then Piper gets up and the two of them drink beer and then Austin... Stuns Stuns Piper. Piper. Don't trust anyone. And Piper looks... I mean, he doesn't... Confused. He looks confused. His legs are really thin. He has to use the ropes to get up and he looks staggery and terrible. And (laughs) just four years and we get to see him back in the ring at WrestleMania. WrestleMania 25, Piper will be back in the ring. Put him down. Put him down. Um, It it, it seemed a sort of disrespectful way of dealing with Piper with this where he just looked like he was washed up and everyone Mm. beat him up and everyone out-talked him. Yeah. And uh, it just seemed like... 
one point. He was out like, drinking, yeah. Clearly, with his Miller lights, suddenly started pretending he was pissed. Bah! Or maybe he still was. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was, it, yeah, I mean, it, did, it didn't work. But again, yeah. after uh, I'd been lulled into a full sense of security by watching all those promos for mm. WrestleMania 21 that's so well written, and then you suddenly realise, oh, yeah, we're back to the normal stuff now where there's logic flaws and yeah. it really makes sense. You know, <laughs> why, why, why have we done this? At least they've kind of sp- uh, spread the weird shit out. They've yeah. spread all the weird shit out and put a couple of matches in the middle, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, by the well, time we, we get to the end, oh, well, we'll get I mean, you know, we go straight on to um, the sumo match between Big Show and Akebono. Akebono, good <sighs> God. Like, this is madness. They changed the entire ring yep. for that. Yep. They changed it into a sumo wrestling ring. It, it, it's, <laughs> Pete, it is worth saying, they had only shown Akebono once on WWE TV. He didn't <laughs> sign a contract. No. He was there for one night doing a sport that no one in America understands or cares about. No. He is not an aesthetically pleasing man. No. Right? So, and if you put Big Shaw in some sumo clothes, he is also oh, not very aesthetically he, uh, pleasing. Do you know what? At least Akebono, because he's he, he was a Hawaiian guy. He's yeah. the only non-Japanese guy to rise, I think the first maybe, to rise to the level of Yokozuna in sumo. Right, okay. Yeah, and yeah. he spends, I think, something like eight years as a Yokozuna, and he takes on Japanese citizenship, which you have to do. So he, he I think he's a re- his real name is Chad something. Right. Um, Chad Wick Rowan, and he takes on the name Akibono. Uh, there is a surname again, Taue, or mm. I can't remember what it is. But um, the, 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 this didn't make any sense. I don't know what well, they were doing. Why are we suddenly doing sumo? Why are we suddenly doing sumo? Why With a guy that no one well, in America has heard of. And Big Show's not done sumo before, has no, he? No. So, like, why is he suddenly set doing this? Tony Chimmel, the ring announcer, when he does the... Oh, my God. I've just showed a picture of a freeze frame from... Do you know, I know exactly when that happened because I saw that and I thought, Jesus Christ, there are some weird-looking things. That <laughs> big is... Big Show's big old bum. He does a double roll and I had to freeze that right at that time. And <laughs> Do you know what he looks like? Big you know those mad old perverts who, who are, like, get diapered? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like yeah, a mad old pervert. Like when he comes out as well in his kimono, Akibono is used to Japanese culture and he's got... You, you, because you've never seen him before, yeah. you just go, oh, that's what that guy wears. Fair enough. When Big Show comes out wearing a fucking... Like a Hugh hefner Yeah. Kimono. Are they going to fuck? What's going on? Uh, it's, uh, it's the sort of thing where if I ever ordered a prostitute, <laughs> that would be that would turn up and you just can't, can't get out of this. I don't, this. I, I, I don't I, want to I, let anyone down. I wrote the wrong thing down, didn't I? <laughs> this this must be my fault. I, I went on a bit of a sumo um, kick uh, mm. and um, this made me giggle. Um, one of Japan's most famous and celebrated sumo wrestlers, uh, Mayanumi uh, Shuhei, mm-hmm. Shuhei uh, initially failed the test to become a sumo wrestler because he was an inch too short. You had to be five foot eight. Gotcha. Um, so to get around this, he had a surgeon implant an inch-thick piece of silicon atop his skull. Oh, my God. Unsurprisingly, he was banned the following year. <laughs> and this is a picture of him getting, well, it's not a weigh-in, but like a, a medical uh, where they checked his height. <laughs> Look at his, tip, <laughs> his fucking head. <laughs> he looks like he's got an Elvis kind of quiff, you know, but it's the, actually his head. You know those, those Tupperware boxes your mum used to have? <laughs> it's like that size. It's, it, yeah, but, on but his it's head. just gone into his head. There's a story today where a man from um, uh, from Bogota flew into Spain mm. with two, with a toupee, and he also had like a fucking like a like a packet of cocaine on his head, basically. In a from Bogota tub. as well, from fucking Bogota. <laughs> um, could not believe that. I mean, good lord. I mean, just wonderful, just wonderful. I also found. Um, I'm trying to find the uh, picture of the Bogota man. <laughs> But there's, but there's been a lot of face-up um, action today. Everyone's been making yeah, each other That's going to be so far it's down. It's going to be so far down the list. Uh, Terrible. Th- there seems to be no uh, no other reason why they would do this. So Akibono had been 
uh, he'd been a, a, a sumo. He'd mm. stopped wrestling sumo. He was quite tall, which yeah. was one of the things that actually didn't really help him in sumo for yeah. some reason. I, I, I don't know much well, about actually, sumo. Well, actually, the, the short uh, Mayanumi um, Shuhi yeah. um, was a very, 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 very prolific sumo wrestler, but yeah. he was only five foot seven after he'd had his implants taken out. A- Akibono had been told he wouldn't succeed because he was so tall. Right. So it's, I think he was about 6'4", six, 6'6". Six, yeah. six. So okay. he's quite big. And you can see that with the big show. Mm. He's not like a you know, no. two foot taller uh, no. you know, than, than Akibono. Um, Akibono had gone from doing sumo and then he started doing MMA. Mm. So he'd been in K1 and things like that, um, which is a kickboxing uh, MMA sort of thing. There is... I I cannot understand why they brought him there. Akibono did become a big celebrity in Japan and the MMA stuff made him even bigger. And I think it just... It came down to the fact that WWE, shortly after WrestleMania, were doing a Japanese house show. And they had two of them... And they had Akibono then team with the Big Show um, to to take on two, uh, you know, fucking no hopers, you know, the the, the proper WWE mid carders mm. um, and win. And I think that was the only reason We're getting those two together that basically. they put them on WrestleMania was to sort of <laughs> to, to to get this big star from Japan for these two nights they had to sell out. And they did it where they got one man who's, who's only coming in for one match in the WWE, and they had him beat. Their their giant, who is there every day. It's it's, it's absolutely mental. Oh dear. Um, Akibono does go on to have a wrestling career the month after this. So nice. he basically they do the Japanese shows, and then Akibono <laughs> moves to Wrestle One, which is a promotion mm. owned by the Great Muta. Uh, he then went to New Japan, where he ends up taking place in the G1 Climax, which is a big tournament that happens every year, seen as being the peak of wrestling. Yeah. Akibono was not good either at MMA or wrestling at all. (laughs) But Akibono stayed in wrestling for years. He went to New Japan. My favourite is when he went to Hustle in 2007. And Hustle is a sort of mad Japanese fun soap sci-fi wrestling promotion. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just read you the bit from Wikipedia. Uh, Akibono debuted in Hustle in 2007, being the storyline sung of Yingling and the Great Muta. Under the name Monster Bono, Akibono was introduced <laughs> being unrealistically born from a giant egg before winning his first bout. After that, Monster Bono, who had a simple childlike personality under the control of his mother, entered the service of Takada Monster Army. <laughs> um, Love how businesslike it is when it comes down to it. Big Show has called this his most embarrassing moment in his wrestling career. Well, he's not wrong. Uh, he a talked about... Arse, a lot of his arse. He about. said that when they put the silk things on, mm. they then tighten it up using water. And they right, yeah, put loads yeah. and loads of water on it and it gets tighter and tighter and tighter. Yeah. Um, he was also at the heaviest he'd ever been. Mm. And if there's another reason why this match might have happened, it was Vince McMahon saying, if you're going to be this fucking fat, you are going to do sumo, and I will bring over a fat sumo, (laughs) and you will fight him in the ring in a nappy. And there is a a possibility that that it's not beyond the realms of of, of belief. Mm. Big Show himself was saying, uh, I was at my heaviest when I did that match against Akibono. I was 537 pounds. I think Akibono, at a shoot weight, weighed 488 pounds. So that's 50 pounds less than the Big Show. (laughs) 
Uh, because I remember Vince being <laughs> pissed at me because Akebono was supposed to weigh more than me. Vince looked at me and he said, 509 pounds. He shook his head and he walked off. <laughs> I said to him, I'm a quarter ton of fun. What do you want me to say? Oh, Big sure, you're so sweet. But yeah, Jesus Christ, that photo. Uh, when, they, when they are flailing around, there's a lot of bits because of the height of the ring and yeah. the way the cameraman is shooting it. There's a the, lot of yeah, these big the boys. Big boys bums. It, well, it's, it's also the sort of, I mean, it's all the sort of areas as well where it's like you can do your fake tan and everything and then yeah. they, they crouch down and you're like, those are grey. There's a grey <laughs> between, yeah. <laughs> those are the grey bits. What's going on? In a line, in concentric it, circles yeah. and lines. Like the, like the oyster on a roast chicken, the whole <laughs> thing. It, it was just, and because they're, and they're crouching and, I mean, it's it was an obscene spectacle. <laughs> the, absolutely, I mean, uh, the funny thing is they bring in sumo and I go, this is even worse than wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really understand it to be honest, but it's all, it's all, it's all very interesting. Yeah, it's it's slappy and mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talking of mean, mm. uh, the main event stars JBL. Yes, um, it's versus John Cena. Shall I give you a very very quick rundown? Ahead of uh, talking about the main event next uh, next episode, that sounds good to me. I reckon so. I I mean, I, the problem is, uh, this will go too long if I go through all of them. Okay. So I'm going to go through the first three. <laughs> okay. Uh, JBL has been accused of bullying by Mark Henry, Sean Devari, oh. Matt Hardy, Rennie Dupree, Ivory, and the Miz. Now I've isolated those ones because I don't have specific stories about them. Right. I have got three pages of these. <laughs> You printed them out. Incredible. Former WWE commentator Justin Roberts released a book called Best Seat in the House. It told the story of his 12-year WWE career. In it, he said that JBL and others constantly bullied and harassed him backstage, saying JBL would throw his bags around and call him names. Every day I saw him, wrote Roberts, he asked me why I was still alive and told me to go and kill myself. Wow. Roberts alleges there was an incident in which JBL was being interviewed by a high school kid and when the high schooler dropped his notes during the interview, JBL immediately asked the child's mother if she had any children who were not mentally challenged. Uh, this, is, this, is, this is basically, that's two, I'm going to do two more. Not even like not even in the business. So there's not there's no axe to grind. No, nope. that arm was just him being an awful man. He terrorised me and a lot of guys, said Roberts. On a foreign trip, he had his passport stolen. He didn't know who'd done it, but he thought it was JBL. Mm. Um, JBL actually did answer this one on Twitter. He said, "I won't answer net rumours. I didn't take Justin Roberts's passport. It could have been anyone. He was hated by the whole crew. He's an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> um, Continuing, Roberts said he made life hell for a lot of guys. He uh, chewed Miz and Morrison out after they won the titles for not celebrating enough and finally Rene Dupree said JBL is an arsehole and he said that JBL called him a French faggot every single day wow that is part one of a projected 15 part series called JBL what a prick yeah I mean because this is the first kind of I'm really hearing about him properly so it's kind of like why is he such a big bellend when he's just appeared for me? I think much. it was because he was friends with The Undertaker. He was seen as a locker room leader. Mm. He was quite a tough guy. Yeah, yeah. And at the basic the basic level, he was a fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week with uh, more WrestleMania uh, 21 and uh, go and pick up tickets for our Kings Show Place. Kings Place Show. I, 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 I think that has made it perfectly clear. Yes. Kings Place. We're going to be doing a, a gig in, um, in September. That's going to be very good. So join us then. It's it's going to be it's amazing. Festival. And if you don't come, I'll get JBL to come over to your house and beat the shit out of you. I'll call you a... F-
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.